Well, well, well. Beautiful people. Best. Damn. Nation. It is Wednesday, and you know what time it is. It is the best damn wrestling podcast. My name is Brian Renegade, and with me, I have the best damn crew. First of all, I have the man with the master plan, the ultimate entrepreneur. He is the genie of the best damn wrestling podcast, the dawn of the best damn wrestling podcast, the one and only LP is in the building. Hello, sir. What's going on? What's going on? How everybody doing today? Everybody feeling? Are we good, man? Chilling. Me and Chef, man, we out here in Phoenix, brother. Um, it is 115 degrees, and I am feeling each and every one of them. I got my air conditioner on 70, and it is still hot in my house. Uh, so whatever I had on earlier, I had to take it off because... Hmm, I won't go sweat throughout this entire show. So mm. <laughs> you ain't gonna see me sweat. Uh, yeah, man, it wasn't 15. I don't think we ever felt that before. It's not that it's not that bad. quite oven, oven hot. You know what I'm saying? Down in the south, you know, you got a little humidity, so you get all swampy and sweaty real quick. But here it's just like it just burns. It just everything burns. <laughs> it burns your skin. Your car is hot. It's a hot outside walk. You when you walk outside in your shoes, you feel the you feel the road. You can feel the ground. It's hot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's beautiful nonetheless. Let me introduce you guys to the master shake maker. Uh, uh, this man is a professional chef. He is a culinary delight. We call him Chef Showtime. What's happening? How are you guys doing today? Oh, man, we good, man. As the old folks say, and as I always say, blessed and highly favored. Uh, it's good to see you guys again. Listen, we are on the eve of Money in the Bank. That is going to take precedence over this entire show because we got to talk about it. Uh, it was a great event in my eyes. Um, I want to see if you guys had a chance to look at it. And if you did have a chance to break it down, fellas, you know we do this after every major event. Beautiful people, Excuse we got... Class. class. Shut up! Going back to school, y'all. Uh, we got to give this money in the bank a grade. LPZ, I know you watched it. I thought it was a, a, a great event all around. What grade would you give this year's money in the bank? Uh, I'll give it a, I'll give it a B. Minus. Minus? <laughs> <laughs> I give it a B. Minus. Why be minus, sir? Uh, I mean, for the most part, it was good. It, it, it was a good, it's, it's a good pay-per-view. Don't get me wrong. It was a, it was a real good pay-per-view. 
Um, I just think most of the outcomes were what everybody could figure out. Like, I knew Seth was going to win. I knew um, Gunther was going to win. I mean, I thought LA Knight was going to pull it off, but he didn't. But Damian Priest, everybody knew he was going to be him or Damian Priest. Worst case scenario would have been Logan Paul. Um, the only was there, there was nothing. Sh- the only shocking moment was Shayna Baszler turning on Ronda Rousey. That was really the only shocking, like shocking moment. What we else was shocking about it? We gonna talk about that too. Uh, I don't think nothing else was like shocking. Yeah. Um, man, Chef, you saw this year's Money in the Bank. What grade would you give this year's Money in the Bank? I give it a B. A B. All right. No mind. It it could have been way better, you know. Just certain matches was lackluster. It's like it's real boring. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Wait a minute. What matches were boring? Most of them. Most of them. Are you Dave Meltzer? Why are you doing most of them? Okay. All right. Well, listen, let's let's go over the entire event. I I, I agree with you guys. Um, I would give it a B. I thought it was a decent show. Uh, It was pretty good. Let me go out to the best damnation real quick. Uh, Victor Nash off of YouTube, man. Victor gave it a C minus. Sheesh. Hard critics in the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hard critics. Uh, let me read some more of these comments, man. Uh, I see y'all comment off of Facebook. Chef, you look like you lost weight. Uh, been getting it in in the lost gym, sir. Yeah? What? 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 They're sharing your dietary secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I cut out soda and been working cut out, out lately. Soda. Man, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I stopped doing soda for a while, but boy, I can't stay away from ginger ale, man. I don't know what it is. It's, it got magical properties. You know, you use ginger ale whenever you get sick, you know what I'm saying? Whenever you thirsty, uh, just to wind down the night, ginger ale is the all around beverage. I know it ain't nothing ginger or ale in it. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not it's not medicine, okay, black people. It's not it, it is it is medicine in the black community, and you know that, sir. Ginger yeah, ale is used for everything. Ginger ale and crackers can cure everything. Robitussin cures everything. <laughs> you got gout, high blood pressure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anything <laughs> you can use ginger ale. You know what I mean? But <laughs> let's get the money in the bank, fellas. Uh, the men's money in the bank match. Was a banker. Let's talk about it. We have Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, LA Knight. Yeah. Uh, we had Santos Escobar, Butch, and Damian Priest in this match. I thought that they did a great job, everybody included. Um, I did, it was some spots. I'm sorry. Logan Paul. How could I forget Logan Paul was in this match? Um <laughs> Logan Paul took some big bumps, man. And I think he probably took some of the biggest bumps in the match. Um, I know he messed up a spot at the end where uh, he went through a table. Um, they did a, uh, who was it, Ricochet? Him and Ricochet did a, uh, what, what, what do you call it? The, uh, the flip, the uh, 
Spanish fly. He did, they did a Spanish fly off the ropes through the table. Paul's head went through the table. His back was supposed to go through the table. He went through the table head first. Uh, I know he had a headache uh, at least for a good five minutes. But, yeah, he went through the table head first, man. That was a big bump. Um, but that, I thought the match was pretty good. LP, talk about some of your favorite moments from that match. Ah, uh, some of the favorite moments from the match. I mean, I like I like the way they beat them down. That was uh, a that was, that was, that was very. They 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 game jumped him <laughs> for, yeah. for about ten seconds. They all jumped on him. They looked at Logan Paul. He was like, uh, "Ring the bell!" Ding ding ding! And then you saw him looking. Everybody jumped on Logan Paul and started beating him down. Uh, he got initiated that night, Jack. But that was a good moment. What else, LP? Uh, I mean, all in all, I like I like the way the match flowed. How they they they, they kept the number down. I I kind of wish it was. I I I've seen barely money in the bank matches. I say that. I don't think it stands out to being like a top match or nothing like that with those people in it. I really think they should have got rid of Butch and put Montez Ford in there. Uh, I can't argue with that. I think that would have spiced it up. I mean, I know Sheldon Benjamin <laughs> don't wrestle no more, but I would have some. You know, those guys when they're in Money in the Bank, you're gonna see some crazy stuff. But I think Montez, Montez could have replaced Escobar or Butch, and I think it would have been a little bit. I think that level would have went up a little, a little more. Um, Butch was a hometown favorite, man. You didn't think that Butch belonged in that match. I don't hometown favorites don't mean nothing because they it ain't like they it wasn't like they did Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico they cheered for Bush but they won't cheering for Bush like 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 he like he was Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico or when the was over there now, that's something different uh, they cheer for him but nah they nah not like not like no nobody care about Bush you got to show my boy Bush some love man don't do Bush like that Jack. They try to give him some moments. Like I said, the crowd, the crowd was very that was an interesting crowd. Um, but no, nah, no, nah, I, I think uh I think I just think it was good. I can't think of too many moments that really came out. Um I think Logan Paul was trying too much to do big spots. It big goes spot. back before bit all Logan Paul is highlights. Like he's not he's not as good as every it's gonna y'all everybody else gonna start seeing what I see pretty soon. Logan Paul is good. But Logan Paul ain't what everybody make him to be. He just he just had those big moments. Uh, he a glorified stuntman, like Rick Flair said about Nick Foley all those years ago. <laughs> That's all Logan Paul did. Well, to be honest with you, in this age of information, man, and the way that we all consume wrestling content, you need to be like that. If you want to stay on top, man, this whole uh, building your star up really depends on how you connect with people. You know what I'm saying? So the best thing for you to do is to do highlights and and big spots that, you know what I'm saying, it's going to get you attention from the higher-ups and from the fans, man, to be honest with you. the one part, But, you know, if you can talk like a guy like L.A. Knight, L.A. Knight is a prime example of somebody getting themselves over. He is a self-made man, and when he becomes champion, he will be a self made champion. L.A. Knight really shined in the match. The crowd went crazy when his music hit. Yeah, but I knew they weren't going to... 
I told you before, WWE is not gonna push nobody that people want. <laughs> so the mm-hmm. moment that on LA night, he was never gonna win. Um, I don't know if he's gonna get a belt, but LA night is like 40. So they can't be waiting. They can't talk about it ain't his time yet. He ain't got that much time. <laughs> like, go ahead. This man is 40. So uh if he gonna do it, give him give him some kind of belt. He ain't even got to have the main belt. He can get the Take that belt off, off in theory. Like, get, give him another belt. Give him any belt. He can. He's gonna bring attention to that belt because Austin Theory ain't done jack. He didn't even have a match in a pay per view. <laughs> yeah, he did not. Actually, uh, to be honest with you, Austin Theory has had some pretty, pretty good matches. But the thing is, nobody cares. Nobody cares about it. And John Cena was right, man. Like, you got to make people care. Nobody cares about him, man. Um, and I hate to say it, as good as he is, he, like I keep saying, he needs to join some type of a faction or he needs to be in some type of team. Um, he has pretty deadly helping him out. I'm not sure how much help that's going to be. And that, that don't even, it don't make sense. It don't make sense to me, the, the pairing. You know what I mean? Uh, but we'll see. Chef. Let's talk about it, man. What were some of your favorite moments from the men's Money in the Bank match? The entrances. Oh, man. Whose entrance in particular? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> I like Rick and Chase. <laughs> nah, but I say the one of the best parts I liked about the Money in the Bank match was um, when Rick and Chase did that 450 splash on, on both of the... Who was on it? It was... Logan, I can't remember well, who Logan. was on the ladder. Logan Paul, somebody else, was stacked on the top of each other. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that was a big. That was a big moment. Uh, I remember that. Rick, I, you can always count on Ricochet to kind of, you know, do some some crazy moments too. He, he's a highlight king too. But you know, I'm thinking about it. You know, L, L.A. Knight had to qualify against uh, Montez Ford in order to be in money. I thought that was unfair. For me, because I wanted to see Montez Ford get that spot. And I know Montez Ford would have did great if he was in that spot. I don't know when they're going to kind of push him along, but, man. They not. Guys, <laughs> they're not. Because everybody wants it. They're not going to. If you get over organically, I'm telling you, they, they don't want to push L.A. Knight, but they ain't going to have no choice at this point in time. But they they are not gonna do it. Even even Triple H is like, uh, 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 uh shut up. Y'all know damn well y'all won't buy the <laughs> the fan. Look at that last couple of times they could have gave the fans what they wanted. Drew McIntyre could have beat Roman. Place would explode. Uh, Cody could have beat Roman. The place would explode. Uh, they could have gave Selena Vega that belt even for a little bit. Place would have exploded like. What, what what's the last thing that WWE has done that the fans really wanted? I bet you probably can't think of that. Um, Logan Paul. The fans ain't want no Logan Paul. <laughs> None of the fans wanted Logan Paul. No. You know what I'm saying? No. He got just bullied his way into <laughs> into. I just, and LP, we talked about it when he first came in. He was like, he ain't gonna stay around long. Well, sir, it's been almost two years. I mean, he really, if you really want to be technical, he ain't staying. He just jumping in and out. That's not staying. 
I said he was not going to be a regular member on the roster, and he still is not. He got coming up with Ricochet for SummerSlam, and he'll be gone. He popped up. He ain't been around since the last time he wrestled. He popped up a week before Money in the Bank <laughs> and got in the match. So, you know, he is not considered on the, he is not on the roster. No. <laughs> oh, man. I thought that it was a really good showing. Um, everybody had their moments. And, of course, Damian Priest ended up pulling off the win and becoming senior money in the bank. I like Damian Priest having the money in the bank. I'm not mad at it. I don't disagree with it at all. Because um, you have to admit that Damian Priest has been consistent. And he's been at the top of the card or from the middle to the top of the card consistently uh, for a while, man. So Damian Priest winning money in the bank, I think that's a real threat to everybody. But it looks like he's going to pretty much try to cash it in on Seth freaking Rollins at the right time. If I'm Damian Priest, I'm cashing it in on, um, on Seth Rollins. It would make sense, and it would make his career if he cashed it in on uh, Roman Reigns, to be honest with you, because he's a real threat and he has the judgment that he has backup. Roman right now is a wounded lion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His pride left him. You know what I mean? And he just kind of, you know, licking his movie, an old soldier now, out here in these streets. He should, know show up. he should show up on Friday because I feel like if you got the money in the bank, you should be able to float. You should because again, he's staying on Raw. You know he's gonna do it on Seth. Like in order for them to make people think something different, he needs to show up on SmackDown uh, Friday and mess around a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I would I would float around to be honest with you. And if I'm Judgment Day, it would make the perfect segment of of them really just looming around the bloodline, circling circling them like buzzards. You know what I'm saying? That's what they. That's what the presence of Judgment Day needs to be. They see the bloodline dying. I think they should be hovering around the bloodline like buzzards. And I think that they should make that that change in that transition over to Damian Priest going after Roman Reigns. Why not, man? That would. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna do it, do it big. You've already faced Seth Rollins. You know you can beat Seth Rollins. But if you really want to make a name for yourself, I will go after the big fish while he uh, is <laughs> – while his family is not around him protecting him. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be interesting. I want to see what Damian Priest does. He, he kind of hinted at him cashing it in a couple times on uh, – you know, recently, especially on uh, Monday, you know. Making his presence known around Seth freaking Rollins, man. But we'll see. Let's go over to the women's Money in the Bank match. We had Zelina Vega, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, Bailey, EO Sky, and Trish Stratus. Chef, I know you saw it. It was a good match. <laughs> Don't hate, Chef. Don't it hate. Was not a good match. <laughs> You knew, I already knew that shit was gonna happen. Like it, that match was just boring. That was one big lackluster of a match. Okay, I, I will say some for commercials. I, I will say some things about that match. It was <laughs> uh, they clicked up a lot. 
during the match. You know what I'm saying? It was like two ta two tag teams and then two competitors. But it was like it was so weird. And Trish Stratus looked absolutely Holy. horrible in oh. the ring. <laughs> she looked horrible. I would rather you know what Trish Stratus Trish Stratus is this generation's Mayo. <laughs> but Mae Young made everybody look good. Trish Stratus, she don't care about making people look good. She is super sloppy. Uh, everybody has to assist her with her moves. And it is really hard for her to get this thank you, Trish, thank go from. You know what I'm saying? The best thing she's doing is bringing up young Zoe Stark. But in this match, man, you saw Zoe Stark and uh, Trish Stratus beating up Becky. For some strange reason, why why are they still attacking Becky? I don't get it. Um, but they're attacking Becky, and then Bailey and Eo Sky started working together until Bailey started being Bailey. Eo Sky uh, was climbing to the top, and she pushed the ladder over. Now I don't know if she saw it or not, but when she pushed the ladder over, that was the betrayal of the damage control. Now, Eosky ended up pulling off the win. She ended up climbing to the top of the ladder after she handcuffed uh, Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus to the to the no, I'm sorry, Bailey and Becky Lynch to the ladder, and she stood on top, grabbed the briefcase. I like Eosky as Miss Money in the Bank because she is a legitimate threat. LP, what do you think about? Yo, EO Sky winning money in the bank. I, I I think out of everybody in that match, she should have been the one that, that won. The only good part of the match was the way she did a little handcuff thing, but every, everything else, I was I was dozing off <laughs> watching that match. Um it was really, a bathroom match like you and Shell yeah, talking was, about. I told the bad spot. It was some good spots about the match. That was a bathroom. That was a that was a drive, take take your kids home and come back match. Like, oh man! Lineup that lineup. They really they gotta have better females. They could have put in that lineup, and then I'm, they could have put Bianca. They could have put a lot of other people in that match versus, you know, who they put in there. Bailey, Eo, Sky. Okay, I get it, but everybody else, even Becky, I can see Becky, but they should have put three more different people in there. Um, but like I said, it was it was what it was. It's gonna be interesting because Eo Sky. I don't know if she's gonna keep the belt because I think her and Bailey gonna end up fighting for that. For that, uh, not belt. For that uh, case, I don't know if they're gonna push. I don't know if they're gonna do it right because she don't really got no character. Part of the part of the money at a bank that makes it good is having a character, not just walking around the briefcase. Like EO Sky doesn't even talk a whole lot. She don't really, and now she's not in damage. And now her and damage control had that beef. Like she's not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to stop you there because recently. We've seen how the fans have interacted. And no, it's been a couple of times. Last night, I mean, not last night, but in, in Money in the Bank, the fans were rooting for EO. In Puerto Rico, the fans went crazy for EO. In Puerto Rico, EO has been getting a lot of traction. You got to admit that, LP. She don't got no character. My point is she don't got no character. Right. Like she, She's not entertaining <laughs> Have money in the bank, like she gonna be like, what she gonna say? Ooh, I might catch it in. Ooh, I might catch it in. Like 
to be honest, as much as I don't like Trish, Trish with that money in the bank, she could have really Trish character. She pulled out that old Trish, it could have been interesting. Like even with Becky, Becky be, could be interesting. Eo Sky and damn, it's out. I, she's dope. Don't get me wrong. I think she's probably one of the best wrestlers they got. But she just doesn't have a character to me. That's I, I bet you if you did a trivia on the group page or just in general, who was the last uh, outside of Liv Morgan, who we know was last year, name the last five Money in the Bank female cash-ins. Like, I don't even be remembering them like that. I remember Liv because it just happened last year. But who was it before her? Who was it before that? It was uh Oscar. It was Oscar in 2020. Oscar. Oscar won in 2020. What's she doing on um Flair? No, 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 no. It was a uh, member because Becky had to Becky gave up her money in the bank. Belt uh to Oscar we had to belt inside of it. But that was in 2020, though. That yeah. was, you know, uh the last two, I, I can't you know what? I can't really remember. Camilla. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm trying hard to. I give you. Hold on, hold on. I give. I give you a maybe it's an easier question. We okay. can name all the. We can name all the best men cash ins all day from Ed, Seth Rollins. That that's easy. Name five of the best cash ins female without without Liv Morgan. Who was last year? I can't even do that. The best. Like, you, got, you, got super, you got super excited when it happened. Nobody. Nikki, Nikki ASS or Ash or whatever her damn name. Like, uh, yeah, Nikki did win. Yeah, uh, she won. Carmella won. Carmella won. Oscar. I think, I think the last. Never- I, think the, I think the last good one to me was probably the only one was when um, what's the girl name? Alexa Bliss. When she did it on, I think Ronda Rousey, or it was yeah. um, I think that 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 when Ronda Rousey was fighting um, old girl um, the one you used to botch all the time, uh, Nia Jax. Nia Jax, and I think when she did that, that was now that was a that that might be the top cash in I can remember. But like the female cash ins don't have that same energy, so they need to do something to to boost it up because most people can't name those cash ins. It's like then why even have it? I'm gonna be honest with you, and uh, before before I, I read one of the comments, I'm gonna say this: I personally would love for El Sky to cash it in on Oscar. I would love to see Eo versus Oscar one on one. They've had some interactions, they've had some matches, but I guarantee you, whatever match that card is on, it will be a phenomenal match. Let me go out to the best damn nation, but let me get uh Chef, you got a comment real quick before I go out to the nation. I wouldn't I would never want to see EO cash it cause on anybody because she's no threat to nobody. They let Liv Morgan do it because she was cute. EO <laughs> You know EO have no chance. <laughs> hey, oh, Bailey would be Bailey, Bailey would have been better with the with the brief. Let's be honest. Let's all be honest. Like carrying it, cashing it in, kind of person. These couple of months teasing Bailey. Bailey would have been the best fit. You know what? I, I'm not mad at that because Bailey does need to do more. She's kind of been in the shadows a little bit of late, 
not really been in, you know, in the main event picture, to be honest with you. Uh, I would have I rather see Becky Lynch. I would rather see Becky. I think Becky would be a legitimate threat. But I think the EO can be a threat. People forget no. that she was one but of the longest reigning NXT women's champions ever. NXT, NXT stuff. You have to no. think about it. A lot of the females was hurt when she was a champ. She wasn't beating a lot of people. Man, y'all better put some respect on EO name, man. She been getting herself over. LP, you had mentioned uh, about the NXT people and which one was going to be a star. EO Sky is a star. She's one of them NXT people that you hated, and she is a star. We're talking about her. Yeah. She ain't done nothing yet. Let's see her do something with the briefcase. Well, she's competed uh, uh, against... Um, Bianca Belair for the women's title. She was tag team women's champion uh, alongside Dakota Kai. She better paint a bit pictures. <laughs> that female, I'm that's what I'm saying. It's a what I'm saying. It's a minute. Okay. Is she, on, is she on Bianca and Becky and, and, and Charlotte's level? That when she get there, holler at me. That means she'll start. Yeah. Whatever. What? Okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's go out. Let's go out to the best damn nation and see what they saying, man. Um, Victor Nash is on uh, on YouTube. He said, "I hope you're not saying that EO is a threat to Rhea." <sighs> Who is? If she play our cards right. She's never will be a threat. Uh, Rhea would destroy. Play her cards right. I would want to see Rhea versus Raquel, and then after a match with Raquel, Eo Sky just come out of nowhere, moonsault, or catch it in, and then moonsault win. Raquel moonsault, and Rhea gonna catch her. Huh? She gonna move. I'm just saying, you gotta soften her up a little bit. <laughs> I don't think a fresh EO is gonna take out a Rhea, but if you need somebody to soften somebody up, I would do it after a match like that. You know, Unless, what I'm saying? notice the patient match, then I could see that going on. But Rhea, Rhea will beat the mess out of you. Be pushing that Raquel. <laughs> Raquel ain't Raquel is not ready for nobody. She's not ready for Rhea. Hey man, Raquel is the only woman that's the toe to toe with Nia Jax. <laughs> so nobody else can do that. <laughs> nobody oh. else can do that. That's because they want the only her. woman that stood toe to toe with Nia Jax. I said Alexa Bliss beat Nia Jax. Calm down. Nia Jax, Nia Jax was not all I'm of that. about matching power for power. I mean, I get Bianca, Bianca, did she ever face Bianca? Because Bianca would have beat Nia Jax, power for power. No. no, she did not fight Nia Jax, and I would love to see that. That would, that would be a dream match for me. I would love to see it. I think Bianca the strongest female. I think she got to be one of the strongest females in WWE. I good. I agree with you, man. I agree with you. Let me read some more of these comments, man. Uh, they said, I, I think that EO Sky should be down 
NXT and cash it in on the NXT Women's Champion. I've heard this before. Me and my partner Rio, we was talking about this a little bit earlier. Um, I think that she could go down to NXT, but why? She's already been NXT Women's Champion. It doesn't make sense for her to go down and cash it in on Tiffany Stratton, which I think Tiffany Stratton is going to be a star. You know what I'm saying? Just give her the belt a little bit. She can have a presence like Mandy. Um, and, you know, we'll see. But I think I think whoever, who's Oscar fighting at SummerSlam? Are they building up for Charlotte, right? Are they, they, they build, well, her and Charlotte, well, her, well, it's going to be, more likely it's going to be her, Charlotte, and Bianca. That's what it's going to that, that is her only chance and that's when she need to cash it in. She don't need to cash it in no other time because them three going to beat the hell out of each other, whoever wins. And I think just because, as I told you guys before, only thing Charlotte doing is stat packing. Charlotte will win that belt and then lose it and win it again because she is doing she is stat packing her ass off to pass her dad. And she gonna pass her. She can pass her dad before the before the middle of next year. Mm-hmm. That's gonna happen. Charlotte gonna win that belt. Charlotte gonna lose that belt, and that's still that'll make Charlotte what? What number would that make her if she wins? She like, gonna be at fifteen. No, got eighteen or sixteen. Right, she'll be fifteen. Uh, uh, Rick Flair's at sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. Right now. Yeah. Right. Gonna win it and lose it real quick. Right there. Boom. What what if she stat packing? Let her stat pack. She is already considered to be the greatest woman wrestler ever. Yeah, by you. The, you're, the, you're the only person I'm to say that. I'm the only opinion that matters. Ever? <laughs> ever? Please. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Let me go back out to the best damn nation, man. Uh, EO needs to get away from Bailey. And I see another comment that says Bailey would definitely mess things up for EO Scott. I definitely agree with that. I think Bailey is going to be somewhat uh, involved with that. But I think EO needs to really just go ahead and cash that thing in, man. You know what I'm saying? I would love, like I said, I would love to see her in Oscar. And I think that she could be a threat for Rhea Ripley. I don't think like one-on-one straight up she would be a threat to Rhea Ripley. But I think that EO, she keeps doing what she's doing and having these phenomenal matches, which she has not missed the beat. She has been having great matches. You don't agree, Chef? Why are you shaking your head? I don't like EO. She sucks. What? <laughs> I'd rather see the Kota Kai. I haven't seen her nothing go too crazy yet except yeah. the one time the way you talk about it, because you still living in the NXT days, we talk a main roster. And NXT stuff don't matter once you go to main roster. You start from scratch. I so, my, eye, my eyes, I haven't seen her do too much, but be like just like most of the other females. So that's all I'm saying. This is her chance to to show, you know, show show everybody that she is that girl. But all right, so I got a question for you guys. You know, and LP, you said, you know, within the women's and men's matches, they could have definitely uh, substitute other wrestlers to make it a little bit better. For the women's division, who do you see as a breakout star? 
It can be rather old or some somebody brand new. But who do you think will be a breakout star outside of the Horsewomen and outside of uh, the NXT Black and Gold brand? Not, 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 not one person that I've seen. <laughs> Chance, Chance. You can I mean, I'm, I'm, every time y'all y'all say certain people from NAC, and then I watch them. Like I remember how excited y'all was that Shotzi came out in her tank, and I'm like, okay, then what she do? And then what's the girl that joined uh, AJ Styles and them? Like y'all was y'all was excited when she came. Yeah, me too. She, um, came, she came twice. Huh? She came twice. Yeah. So I ha- I haven't seen I don't see not one female that. Came out <laughs> <in the future>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch your watch your mouth, Shim. <laughs> <laughs> Man, go ahead. Go ahead, Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I don't. I haven't seen that one female that's done anything to make you think she's gonna. Be, even this new girl that just showed up that's hanging around with Trish, she ain't did nothing yet. Like Zoe's hey, hey, good. Me. She's good, but Zoe, she needs to get away from Trish. She needs to get away from Trish. Well, I think she's going to eventually turn on Trish. I don't see Zoe start sticking around. She has to... I don't know. I think under Trish, she's good because she's rolling with a legend. And she's been in in pay-per-views and she's on Monday Night Raw. So she's doing good. She's not doing bad. I think that Zoe Stark just needs to connect with the fans in a different type of way. And I think that right now, Zelina Vega has been doing good. People still underestimate her because she is she's tight. She's, she's very tight. But Zelina Vega is a great manager and I think she's a great speaker. And I love what they're doing with the, the uh, LWO. Which the, it's getting over with the fans right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's getting over with the fans. You know what I'm saying? So I'll tell, you the la- I'll tell you the last female that I believed in, and after that, I said I won't believe in no more of these females. <laughs> I-, I don't care what nobody say. When Lacey Evans had that Southern Belle thing, I think that shit had potential. I don't it care did. what nobody Lacey Evans, now she got, they got her ass like she sort of slaughtered or whatever the hell they got going on. But when she was, when she was that, she's not the best, but she could have took that Southern Belle thing, and, and if they would have pushed that thing right, I just knew that was gonna be something, but let me let me speak to that real quick because Lacey Evans. I remember I did her um, the one time I did security for NXT, and uh, that was her last match in NXT. It was her last her EC3, and a couple more people were moving up the main roster. She still had the Southern Bell. Thing and she had presence too, man. And I was I was working security, so I had to I was uh, at the at the barricade at the at the entrance way. And she came and she had grabbed the other security guard's hand and he had to help her up to the uh, up the up the uh, the stairs to the ring. And I was like, damn, I wish that was me. <laughs> but I love that character, man. And she she really can go different directions with that character get under people's skin. Um, I think she really had something with that. I don't know why she changed. I think she should go back to the Southern Belle character and and elevate that. You know what I'm saying? Elevate that character. But I don't know what she did. Sergeant Slaughter, 
you know, salute me thing. It, she's making people boo the military. I don't get it. I don't, you know, it's just like, if you're going to be a bad guy, just be a bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but she, I think you're right. She might need to go back to the Southern Belle character that made her famous, man. Um, and, you know, I want to see more of that woman's right. But for some reason, she's gotten worse in the ring. I thought she, <laughs> I thought she was going to improve. I haven't seen much improvement in the ring. I've, you know, I've seen her trying to improve her character, but I, I just need to see more. Um, but EO Sky won. I'm not sure he's going to cash it in. Let's make predictions real quick. LP, who do you think EO Sky is going to cash that money in the bank briefcase in on? On Charlotte Flair. Oh. SummerSlam when she wins. Okay. Oscar's the champion right now. You think that uh she's gonna cash it in that, that time on SummerSlam? You know damn well Charlotte. You know damn well Charlotte's not gonna hang around without a belt. Charlotte's not gonna hang around without a belt. She's gonna, she gonna cash it in. Okay. I don't see no other so I definitely don't see why it will be real. Oh man, uh, your girl, your girl Becky Lynch called a a main event groupie <laughs> the other day. Man, yeah, I, I I don't see I don't see no other option. Man, Chef, who do you think EO Sky is going to cash that money in the bank briefcase in on? Uh, I, I have a feeling it's going to be Rhea. Rhea Ripley. Okay. All right. We'll see. I can see. I can see it being Rhea just to get the belt off of Rhea because Rhea don't want to have it. Mm -hmm. I don't think Rhea. She just. She wanted it before and she got it, but they ain't making her no competition. Like they got the. They got her two best competitions on another show. That's Charlotte and uh, uh, Bianca. Like Rhea, y'all got me over here with these kids. <laughs> these little kids. She just. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Well look, man. Uh that's gonna be interesting to see, man. Real quick, we gotta let Chef go. Uh Chef, real quick, man. Let the people know what you got going on and where can they find you. I got a lot of work, work and more work going on right now. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Dante Carter. You can find me on Twitch at Showtime. You can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, Chef Showtime. All right. Uh, Chef, you know we do this each and every Wednesday, man. Do you have a word for the beautiful people? Follow your dreams. Enough said. <laughs> That's a great word from your boy, Chef. Showtime. <laughs> All right, Chef. We'll see. LP. Oh, man. The dynamic duo is back in the place to be. <laughs> Let's go into it, man. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Dominic was a lackluster match. But I will say that old Dom Dom is getting better. 
Um, he has he like no other to the point he can't even talk. And the match was eh. Did you like anything about the Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio? Uh I like when it was over. That was probably <laughs> I mean, I had I had no expectation. I knew how this match was gonna go. I knew Rio was gonna jump in it. I knew it was gonna be the same old match. Like to me, this was a filler match just to keep they st- they steady keeping Cody off of off the uh, trail. Mm. Uh, Roman, uh, you know it's it's funny like how nobody noticing Roman probably some Roman probably ain't gonna have a match SummerSlam. He probably gonna have another thing with his cousins or something. I mean like unless, unless they announce something, unless one of them gonna challenge him for the belt or something. I know he got a trial coming up Friday, so we'll see how that go. But yeah. he 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 has he hasn't defended his belt in like two months. So and Cody. Now Brock done came back, so Cody and Brock got one more match. That's gonna be SummerSlam. So all, all this is just to keep uh, eyes off of Roman and, and it just defeat the purpose of uh, Cody. Cody finishing the story and all this kind of uh, bull match. I am starting to think that Cody gonna be the one to dethrone Roman, but if it don't happen soon, and it's not gonna happen at SummerSlam, I don't even know what's the pay per view out of SummerSlam. And uh, like there ain't too many more major pay per views for the you know the year out, right? Uh, I think I they got like elimination or no, not elimination chamber though. They probably got like TLC, uh, and then they have uh, Survivor Series. I'm not sure if they're going to have anything in October, um, but it's going to be interesting to see, man. Let's go ahead and get into it since we already talked about, you know, Roman, man. We had the Bloodline Civil War tag team match. The match has always started off slow and stoic. Uh, the energy, you could feel the energy in the place. Uh, London was a, <laughs> the London crowd was in, all the way into it. Um, I love the back and forth in the match. It told us great story. Um, at the end of the match, Jay Uso ended up pinning Roman Reigns. Do you understand the implications that that has? Roman Reigns has not been pinned since 2019. The man has not been pinned to the match since 2019, and Jay Uso, who also gave Roman his first loss in WWE, pinned Jay Uso to give him his first pin in three years in WWE. Where does that leave the bloodline? Where is this going? I see a little side eye. You can see a little cracks in the armor of Roman Reigns. He started melting down outside. What's happening? <laughs> started melting down on the outside of the ring. Um, Solo was looking outside. I was like, hey, man, you better get, you better get it together. I'm going to leave your ass, too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's talk about it real quick. What did you think about the Bloodline Civil War match between the Usos and Solo Sokoa and your tribal chief, Roman Reigns? Ah, well, first of all, he's not my tribal chief. But uh, I, I thought I thought it was a good match. You know, it was it was pretty much what I expected. Was it a great? Oh my god, match! No, but the ending was good. Um, 
they did a lot of good. They did a lot of spots, but my biggest issue with the match was there was a there was a lot of no selling in this match. Um, mm. Jay got Samoan Spike and Spirit. He should have been dead. I'm sorry. Like there should have <laughs> been no other outcome. He should have. They should have had the ambulance come out and get him and take his ass off. Um, not even gonna talk about the countless super kids. We talk about super kids and how important they are now. Um, what was another big uh, the double spear? So you get a double spear and you still okay. Like it was, it was, it was too many of those moments. And I get it to get the crowd thinking it was gonna do the one, two, three, and not. Uh, I really thought Roman when he was gonna pin both of them. I thought they were gonna do that, but I was like, that's gonna be some bull if they do that. Man, I listen. That was one of the spots where I was like, man, they did not do that shit. I was, I was hurt. I was like, man, if he pin both of them and stack them like that, bro. But you mentioned some really great spots, man. The double spear. I love that spot. I, I think that the, they should do that from now on. You know, everybody picks up moves from their mentors, the people who kind of put them on. You know, Cody has the Cody cutter we got for Randy Orton. You know, he just does it a little different. Um, so that uh, Matt Riddle, he picked up the cutter. Um, you know, you see Seth Rollins and Cody both doing the, ped the pedigree which is a homage to Triple H. Uh, like you just say, everybody does super kicks, so everybody is influenced by Shawn Michaels. And then you, you, you see people doing choke slams like The Undertaker. Um, so everybody kind of picks up something from their mentors. And the fact that the Usos did a double spear, I would love to see that more often because that shit, it looked good. It looked good. Uh, also with Roman and, and Solo, man, the Spike Spear was hot too. I was like, yeah, you're right. That he should have been dead after that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you should have been dead. You somebody is running full speed into your chest, crashing into your chest, and spiking your throat. You cannot breathe. Your lungs and throat is is jacked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You right. He shouldn't have been able to get up. Um, but I thought the match was 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 a great storytelling match, man. Um, where do they go from this? Do you see uh, Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam? Do you see any other opponents outside of the bloodline to challenge Roman Reigns at SummerSlam? I mean, it got to be somebody. Um, I really think it's going to be one of them. Just because that's the way they're building it. I will say this about Roman. He's not putting nobody else over, but he is putting his family over. So I, re I respect I respect you putting your family over. Yeah, he damn sure ain't putting nobody else over. Um, but yeah, I don't really see nobody else. Nobody else can jump in this storyline right now. This didn't end the storyline. So to throw somebody in the mix, when they threw Cody in the mix, the Usos were worried about their tag belts. So they had, you know, they had this going on. Right now, they worried about Roman. So you can't throw nobody in until y'all figure out. They, they actually writing themselves in kind of some holes because they got to figure all this stuff out. Right. Um, it's just like the fact KO, KO and Sammy didn't have nobody. They ain't really got nobody looking at them, but they can easily throw somebody at Sammy and KO. They can throw Imperium. They could they could throw a number of tag teams over there to keep them busy. Right. But like even with the Usos, with the, with the with the belt still split. That's why they need to split them belts up, um, because the Usos don't really have nothing over there after this. So they got they got to do some changes somewhere, um, because the stuff is not really adding up for the future. 
Um, I definitely know they're not going to end the storyline no time soon because everybody knows this is the best thing going. It's the best thing going in wrestling. It's probably one of the best storyline in wrestling history. It will go down debatable uh, as one of the best storylines ever. Um, I don't know what could be in contention, but, you know, people always can bring up some good storylines. I got, I got some. Let's talk about it for a second. I didn't mean to cut you off, but you got it. You brought up a good uh, topic. What are some storylines that can compete with the bloodline storylines of all time from uh, everything in wrestling? I would dare say that DeAndre the Giant and Hulk Hogan beef would be a top one. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, and Elizabeth and their storyline that they had would be a top one. I would say that the Undertaker and Kane being his brother is a top storyline. That's four. Three, four. I, I don't know how to use my fingers. I think it's three. Uh, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon would be a, a, a great storyline. And of course, we got to do the, the little bit of real life in this thing. Uh, Matt Hardy and Edge and Lita. That was, that was, that was reality meets storyline in a lot of ways. And I remember when that was happening, and that was juicy because that was real pain, man. I was looking at Lita like, ooh, you, you floozy. <laughs> but, man, that was that was some good storylines. LP, what do you think of some storylines that can compete with the bloodline being the top storyline of all time? Uh, I mean, you named, a, you named a lot of them that I can see debatable. Um, I still think the bloodline got got it over all, all those. Um, I think the evolution one when Batista finally turned on Triple H, that was a good moment. Um, when he finally got tired of you know Triple H doing him like he was doing him, and you know that that was a, that was a good moment. I remember getting hyped when he gave Triple H the thumbs down. I try to think of moments that I got like hyped. Um, I was WCW when Sting. Uh, was doing his don't talk to nobody, that whole little thing they had going on with that. That was good. That was weird to me, and I didn't like the Scarecrow at that time, so I couldn't get behind the Sting Scarecrow. I, 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 love, I love that. That was that was badass when he first get dropped down in the ring. and, and all, I mean, there, there's been a lot of great storylines, but I think with this storyline, because with the Bloodline storyline, it goes way back. To when he first formed the bloodline, which with Jay not wanting to join and all this stuff. Right. Then it, started, then it started going down a little bit. Then you threw Sammy in the mix. Then it spiked right on back up. So then he, he just, and that never really has been going down since because even once Sammy got out, you still had this little issue going. So they, they and when they brought Solo in, that, that gave more more stuff for them to add. Um I wouldn't be surprised if Roman ended up pulling out some new people, but I just, I want to say that, but I don't want to say that because the roster is too full right now. I really don't think it'll make sense. I think it'll make sense, but it won't make sense. Like they got enough people right now. That they're not doing nothing with. So for Roman to bring in two more Samoans or something like that, I just kind of think that will be crazy, but the storyline is so good that I think people would go for it. If he brought uh, some more people, but I, I really think they got to, they don't. You don't want. You ever seen a, a show that you love, but it, it they went too many seasons, 
And then near the end, it was just like, oh my God, why did y'all go this long? Y'all should have ended it. Like, I watched this show called Walking Front. Dead is one of them. Yeah, they'll do it. And they still they got two spinoffs now from, from the Walking Dead show. Like, yeah. there's a show there's a show I watched called From. If you watch it, it's good. It's, it's a, I don't know if you heard of it, but From I, is the bottom. I was, I was on the From train a whole year ago before anybody even got on. I, yeah. I, I downloaded the app Epics just to watch that show. I saw the preview of it and I was like, man, this show is good. Um, and listen, I'm going to let you say your point and then right after you say your point, I think I'm going to let you do a, a little tough... How do you feel about a tough talk? <laughs> on what? On front. On front. Ah! Okay, I might be able to pull it off. Well, 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 since you can pull it off, man, you know, I hate to put you on the spot like it does, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I've been wanting to do this and the fans been wanting to hear uh, from the great LP. So, man, beautiful people, prepare yourself for LP's movie Tough Talk. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! All right, so we're gonna if we're gonna talk about from, we're gonna talk about some tough talk about from. First of all, if you don't know, from is an amazing show that's about monsters and and theories and all kind of crazy stuff that people that created Lost create this show. If you are a fan of Lost, then you know my pain that I'm about to tell you because Lost was one of the best damn shows ever. But after a while, Lost started doing too damn much. From fast forwards and back flats, jumping two years, jumping back, and, and by the end they wrote themselves in a hole, and then it didn't last. I don't want that to happen to From. From is so good right now; it's only on the second season. From don't need to be no more than five seasons. We do not need thirty-six seasons of From. We do not need like Supernatural and have sixteen seasons. Don't get me wrong; I love Supernatural from beginning to end, but they was on for a long damn time. Flash, the TV show, was on too damn long, and the last season was trash. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on how they did my boy Grant Gustin on the damn TV show Flash. But with From, we only need five. Some people say four seasons of this show because you got to start answering damn questions. Stop adding questions every damn week to have something new. Just when I think y'all about to answer something, here come the damn cicadas out of damn nowhere. Then I think you about to do this. Oh, girl wakes up and she's back and she's back outside of the damn place. So you cannot do this. Don't keep on adding questions, question, question. You got to start answering something. We watch this show religiously and we can't count on a hand how many questions have actually been answered. <laughs> we don't know nothing. There ain't not one. If you if you watch the show, comment. Tell me something that they have answered on this damn show. I'm still in. I'm in. I'm 100 percent invested. But if y'all don't start answering damn questions before the damn season two end and think, oh, we're going to see y'all in season three, damn that, answer at least two questions. At least two. Or you're going to lose everybody and you're going to be like that lost bullcrap and everybody can be pissed off. We don't want the Sopranos fade to black that had everybody calling the damn cable service because the ending was so damn fucking stupid. Don't do that. <laughs> My man Boyd my man, boy. First of all, shout out to boy. Uh, what's his name going? I can't remember the added damn name. I just made a post about him the other day. I forgot his damn name. Give that man his flowers. He is acting his ass off right now. That dude has. Let me tell you something. Else. That dude been acting like that for a minute. 
from Romeo and Juliet. Dude used to be on Oz. Dude was on. Uh, he, he was on Lost when he was like, "Where's my son?" He was. He was always. <laughs> this dude deserves some damn awards for this show, from. So again, we don't need thirty damn seasons, five seasons, and start answering some damn questions. That's it. <laughs> LP, the only question I won't answer is where is the electricity coming from? <laughs> I you know what happened you know last time they, drew, they went digging in that hole trying to find that electricity and oh, yeah. uh, the end well. Oh, man. If you guys haven't had the opportunity to go check out the show from, you can go check it out now. I'm not sure what uh, platforms it's playing on now, um, but you can do it on uh, FX, E-P-I-X, you can check it out on there. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube. Uh, is it on Hulu? LP? Nah, it's on. It's on. I know it's on Paramount. That's another yeah. app. You, I watched it on Gujara. This is a little. This is a little note. There's a, go on your internet browser and type in Gujara. I think it is. It is it G G O O? No, it's G O O J A R A. It's a website. You can watch our TV shows, our movies. You want to watch some? What's the movie that's out right now? Uh, What's the movie in the movie theaters right now? Uh, Indiana Jones. Okay. Probably by Sweet. Indiana Jones. And it don't be no bootleg copy. You remember them bootleg people walk across the screen? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, you can watch any TV show. Because that's when, when we don't have Paramount, we'll, we'll go right to Gujarat. And you can watch any shows on there. Oh, man. Look, go check out the show from, man. It's a great show. Thank you, LP. Uh, for that tough talk, sir. We've been we've been wanting to hear tough talk from you, man. You know, we're gonna do some more LP tough talk movie reviews coming up soon. Maybe you gotta go check out the Indiana Jones movie and do a tough I, talk. I, I don't heard too many bad things. We could we could do one in that Flash movie. I have no. I can. Oh my god! I might bust a blood. Right, we, we talk DC too. DC Marvel. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. That's no problem. <laughs> All right, we'll do a flash review. Uh, I'll let you guys know when that is. Um, listen, two more things I want to talk about real quick. Let, let me go back to uh, to Money in the Bank real quick. We saw uh, Ronda Rousey and Shane Bayford versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. And the match was going on. It was an average, basic match. Well, nothing special about it. But during the match, for some strange reason, Shayna Baszler decided that she wanted to attack Ronda Rousey mid-match and then walked out the ring. Uh, Liv and Raquel got the one, two, three, and Ronda Rousey looked perplexed. She didn't know what was happening, what was going on. Monday Night Raw, she came out. She wanted an explanation on why and what happened. And Shayna Baszler came out and said, I'm going to do what everybody wants you to do uh, and stop, shut you up because you can't talk. Something like that. I, I forgot. I messed it up. But anyway, she told her to shut up because nobody wanted to hear her speak. Uh, I thought it was pretty brutal because we all know that Ronda Rousey struggles on the microphone. And I think that she had the potential to really connect with people. And I don't know where did this the disconnect came. Maybe it was just her being handed everything. Um, but it just, it just didn't, it just didn't, I don't know. I think 
that Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler one-on-one is going to be a good match. We talked about it before, uh, that Shayna Baszler will be the only person there to give Ronda Rousey a really good match because they can really uh, do some stuff that they like doing. You know, wrestling, they can do some grappling, you know what I'm saying, strikes. I think that'll be a really good match. But I'm actually kind of happy it happened because we need more threats on, on the show. And Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey are both threats to the women's championship title. Um, LP, what did you think about that whole moment? And how do you feel about Shayna Baszler turning her back on Ronda Rousey? As I said before, it was one of the most shocking moments of that night. It was one of the most shocking moments ever. I don't think I've ever just been seeing a partner. A lot of times you can see it coming. That came out of nowhere. I did not one person know uh, what was going on. Uh, from what I from what I understand is Ronda is Ronda almost done with her contract and Ronda ain't coming back. Mm. So Ronda wanted to have a. She said her last thing she wanted to do was have a have some matches with Shayna. So I think that's the reason behind it. Even though they're not going to come out and say that in the thing, and that makes sense. Uh, they're good friends. If if she's going to leave, she want to have her, her last match. Uh, a storyline with her. Um, I think that frees up Shayna. That that could take she Shayna going to beat her and beat the hell out of her. She can be off air. And then Shayna can maybe they'll send her to Raw and she can start messing with um Rhea because Shayna Shayna and Rhea could be a good match. Shayna uh, is a real threat. Like people keep forgetting, man. Shayna is a real threat. If she wanted to be, she can be so dangerous. And even Ronda Rousey, if she learned how to talk and get the fans on her side like they once were, I think that Ronda can be a good babyface. She's a better babyface than she is a heel. But Shayna Baszler taking the bad guy route and then making Ronda Rousey the baby face and them having some knockout, drag out, Brock Lesnar, uh, <laughs> Brock Lesnar and, and Kurt Angle style matches, I think it'll be really, really good. See, um, but the thing, the thing with that, you can't make Ronda a baby face. Ron, nobody's going to be sympathetic to Ronda because don't nobody like Ronda. So, I think this is gonna be one of the times where they're gonna they're gonna cheer no matter what Shayna does. <laughs> Shayna is gonna be the person they cheer. Nobody's gonna feel bad for like nobody felt bad for Ronda when it happened. So like people just don't like Ronda. So I, I know they're gonna try to make her the baby face. I think it's gonna backfire. Um, I just really think that people are gonna be cheering the more Shayna beats her down. <laughs> Cause look how look how every look how much everybody cheered her when it happened. Like go back and watch that moment. Yeah. The fans were cheering for that because don't nobody like Ronda. So Ronda definitely needs to go. Uh, I don't know what Ronda needs to do. I think she's going to leave again and talk shit like she did before. But I think she'll come back because it's easy money. She don't really have nothing else going on right now. Like, you know, she's not the bad girl from UFC. She's not getting these movie roles and stuff. Like, she, you know, one time she was in Fast and the Furious. She was in the Expendables. She was in all these movies because she was the badass uh, Ronda Rousey. So now, she can't go back to UFC because everybody know what happened the last time she tried that. So why not go back to WWE and get these quick checks? So she, I think she's going to be back again. Um, she don't care about wrestling. I mean, let's be honest. She's not a – I say the same thing about Logan Paul. Logan Paul does do a little bit more at like he cares, but they don't care. You know, they're not they're not wrestlers. They, they, just, they just want the easy money. Brock, even though he don't care like he used to, Brock put in his time. Like, Brock was a wrestler for years. Like, Brock was a beast when he first came. Um, these other people just show up 
that's a that's why I think a lot of fans don't why they flipped on Ronda because Ronda did get thrown in. She got thrown in directly in the WrestleMania, if I'm not mistaken. With even though it was a mixed gender match, thrown straight in. I get that because that was a celebrity match. Mm-hmm. But then, but then y'all try to put her on the main roster, and you think people are gonna care? And I say the same thing about Logan Paul. If Logan Paul was thrown into the main roster, that's why people are not gonna people are not gonna embrace him like that because number one, he's he's hard. He's horrible on the mic. Uh, but they're not gonna never. You you got to put in that time, man. Wrestle, don't nobody like no wrestler that's giving. That's why they don't like uh, your boy Austin Theory because everybody knows Vince. Regardless of whatever Austin did, Vince was pushing him hard, and people were. That's why people hated John Cena when they hated John. Cena, they hated him because that's why I hated him. I used to be a big John Cena fan. Quiet as kept. People may not know this when John Cena was first coming out when he didn't make WrestleMania and he was rapping. To the cutout of Jay Z and Fabus, like, like I, I was when he used to rap in the ring and talk trash. Yo, he used to say stuff. They used to cut it. They wouldn't let it air. I remember he said something about John Ritter. Like he, yeah, John Cena was. A, but then they started giving John Cena everything, man, and, and it made me hate him. I would love to meet him and tell him, like, this is why I hate you. Like, <laughs> I, I would literally tell him, like, bro, like I was such a big John Cena fan, but they was. Trade, they were trying to force you down my throat, and and then I just I just, I just won't hell out. I, I was about to buy the damn album, even <laughs> like I was really vibing with Cena. But you know, don't nobody like those kind of people. So when they doing that to people, that's why that's why it's not working now, and that's why Logan Paul can never be a regular on the roster because for one of your privilege prick. But <laughs> wrestler, wrestler, wrestler's supposed to look at all the wrestlers that we love. They all earn them spots. CM Punk was riding on the side of the car uh, when John Cena came in. Well, for WrestleMania, you can look back. Zack Ryder was in damn the Spirit Squad. Like he did, they, you could see them setting up, setting up rings. A lot mm-hmm. of them. Was, Shayna Baszler said that she used to be setting up rings and doing other little stuff just to get her foot in the door. Hell, look at Mister Everything. Look how much stuff he damn does. To if he ever gets his moment, you know, he earned it because he's been buzzing his butt. And here comes this guy show up. I'm Logan Paul, internet guy. Okay, here you go. Title shot. Right. What? <laughs> what? So, yeah, that's, that's how people always going to be like that. You, uh, you just mentioned uh, John Cena a few minutes ago, and uh, that was one of the big moments of money in the bank when John Cena showed up out of nowhere. And you're right. John Cena was being forced down people's throat at a certain period of time, but you have to admit that there's always a smile that comes across your face whenever John Cena comes in, uh, unannounced or announced, but the fans turned it on his head. John Cena was legitimately smitten. There is no other environment like the WWE. I don't care how many movies he's made. He's a big movie star. He will never get over the feeling of coming out of the ramp with his music hitting and then thousands of people screaming for John Cena. You know what I'm saying? So he noticed he was like, usually you guys seen John Cena sucks there, but you guys turned it around on his head. And that was an appreciation from an OG saying, hey, you know, things are changing around. John Cena... I don't think people are going to start singing John Cena sucks 
during his music anymore. I wish that people would stop doing that to Kurt Angle and saying, you suck. That's that's the that's the dumbest damn thing I've ever seen. You know, you go <laughs> and then for Kurt to accept it. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, I'm gonna just be serenaded by everybody and saying you suck. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I was Kurt Angle, I probably would have turned that on his head and started telling other people that they suck. I think he did it some some at some points. But man, it was good to see OJ get OG get his flowers, man. Uh and then, you know, Grayson Waller came down. You know, you can tell that Grayson Waller definitely had some influence of, of John Cena in him. You know what I'm saying? Both him and Austin Theory uh, are the same. So, you know, he's been hurt. He hasn't been wrestling, but I think yeah. he's good. Yeah, he's been hurt. But he's legitimately really good. I don't know if you've ever seen him wrestle, but he's really good. Now, I know his leg His leg was broke. It was something. Because if you notice when he, did, when he came in the ring, he kind of did something with his leg. I guess he was letting people know like he ain't hurting them over yet. That's why he hasn't been um why he hasn't been wrestling. Yeah. Honestly, I think that a team of Grayson Waller and uh Austin Theory would be really good. I think that they would be really brash and they would be good. And honestly, if you put Austin Theory, Logan Paul, and uh and um, who did I just? Austin Theory, Logan Paul, and Grayson Waller together, they would make a great team. You know, they would piss everybody off, but they would make a great team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They definitely would do that. They definitely would piss everybody off. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, one more thing I want to talk about uh, before we ended up uh, leaving. Uh, little Uzi Vert. Has now made a new song called Nakamura. LP, have you heard it? No, I, I heard uh, way back talking about it, and I yeah, other than that, I didn't know nothing about it. Uh, I shared it on uh, the BD Wrestling Podcast page on Facebook. If you got a chance, go check it out. And it's on YouTube. Uh, Little Lucifer has a song called Nakamura. He pretty much just ripped off the whole song and put his vocals over top of it. Uh, he sounds horrible singing, but just in general, that he that he has influence from Nakamura and and the song. I, I'm an old head. I'm an old hip hop head. I'm an old Motown head. I love me some Rick James, and you know I'm not a big Little Uzi Vert fan at all. But I must admit that the song does sound pretty hot, and at some point I can see Nakamura. Adapting to that new version and doing uh, having a little Uzi Burke bring him in and also you know just switching that to his main entrance theme song. The song is pretty dope. I like it because I'm a wrestling fan. Other than that, if I heard it for the first time, I'm like, what the hell is this? But I can definitely see that being a crowd song. I can definitely see that being a festival song. I can definitely see that being a big venue song because. Shinsuke Nakamura, everybody sings his song whenever he goes to any venue. So I'm pretty sure with Ludo Uzi Vert having a Nakamura song, when people do have it, I think it's going to be pretty big, man. So, uh, LP, if you haven't had a chance, go check it out. It's called Nakamura by Ludo Uzi Vert. I will play you a clip, but I want to get flagged. Yeah, I'll, I'll, check, I'll check it out. I've asked it a long time ago that um, that's on rappers. Need to do some songs over. I I thought his his intro and um Seth AJ Styles 
AJ AJ Styles uh instrumentals are good rap instrumentals and I was like I know you remember the when they, I forgot the name of the album but when they had Run DMC did DX you know all the different artists did uh did different wrestling they came out with yeah. that CD like they yeah. the WWE don't do nothing like that no more like they really want to start bringing stuff back to the product with these new age rappers even though they're all trash but they easily could they could do an album like that now and it would really work. And I don't know why they don't do a lot of the stuff they used to do, but that's easy. That's easy money right now. Get some. You get Drake to rap off of Seth Rollins instrumental. Man, come on, come on, man, come on, come on. That's that's a, you get you get you get a couple of big name artists. Even not even the super big name. You can get like little Uzi Vert. He's known, but to me, he's not a big name unless you. Unless you're a teenager and you're early twenties most of the time, <laughs> but there's a, there's a lot of those artists that if you put them with like some of these instruments, like Cody, I don't know Cody Rose. You can make any of it work if you're a good, you know, good person. But like Cody yeah. Rose, Rock Lesnar, you can you can do some crazy stuff. And like I don't know when they're gonna do or why nobody else is saying, "Hey man, we should bring this back." Because I had that album that you know, and DS they did they used that Run DMC uh, intro for a good minute. Yeah, they did. Uh, the Undertaker also had uh, Limp Biscuit rolling uh, for his music for a while. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah, that was dope. Um, and you're right. I would love to see that, man. And uh, you know, more rappers do more stuff. I think that's more of an AEW thing. They've more. They've been more embrace of not embrace of. They they've embraced the hip hop community. A lot mm-hmm. more than the WWE has. It's gonna sure. start paying off. Those those one guys. I don't even know their name because I don't know a lot of the AEW guys. Right now. I think the the shotguns or the gunshots or something. They got one of the dopest entrances ever. When the camera pans around them and they yeah. be shooting like the I don't God, I can't think of the name. The yeah, 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 yeah. But that stuff, that stuff right there. AEW, I'm telling you. AEW is making some smart moves. That game just came out is is becoming real popular. I mean, people are nitpicking about graphics and stuff like that. But that AEW game and the AEW game is a lot like they based it kind of on the old No Mercy. If you know wrestling game, you know No Mercy was the greatest wrestling game of all time. So they they used a lot of the mechanics and stuff from that on that new game. Like I'm I'm gonna buy that game. I'm not gonna know who everybody is on it because I just know a lot of the you know a lot of the regular people. Right. I know enough. I know enough characters on AEW to have a, to enjoy the game, but I'm definitely gonna try that game out. I've seen it, and I've seen the arcade mode to this game, and this is good because I did want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, AEW's game Fight Forever. Um, I, we've been hearing a, gr- a lot of good reviews from it, and a lot of people say the game is genuinely fun. Um, and like you just said, it's, it's based off of the, uh, the the No Mercy game, which a lot of people absolutely love. But I saw that some of the arcade uh, games that they have on there, and it looks like a really fun game. You're right, LP. I would I would take to the time to invest in it and and uh, and play it and just see if I like it. I know one of my favorite games, and I'm I'm a WWE 2K uh, fan. So the last one that I really loved was 2K19, and I play that religiously. I, I have the 2022. I haven't got the, the, the brand new one, 
but I just like the mechanics on there, and I've already had my build of characters, and I, I've invested so much time <laughs> into building my characters into mega stars and, and monsters. So it's going, you know, for me to do it on a brand new game, I would love to see, you know, uh, you know how the Fight Forever game, can, can, you know, compares to the gameplay for the 2K games, I think it's going to be completely different. But like I, like we said, a lot of people are liking it, man. Uh, are you hearing any bad reviews from the game, LP? Um, I know. I've I seen some people complain about the graphics. Um, you know, this, this little nitpicky, little nitpicky stuff, but for the most part, I mainly heard positive. When people complain about the graphics, I'd be like, go back and look at No Mercy. Them some bad graphics, but I still, I still will play that game in a heartbeat, I got it. I got it all. I like. I got all my old games. Like I will play it in a minute. I teach my nephews how to play it. So, right. but yeah, that's really that's really the only main thing I've really been hearing. I'm pretty sure there could be some more, but most of the reviews I watched, everybody says it's a fun game, and that's what you want to hear. Fun, you know. To me, you know, with video games, you want it to be fun, and then they not so competitive, and you know. Oh, school! You remember getting getting your boys together, and and everybody got a joystick, and you're playing. Yeah. You know, so now you can do that online, but you know, to me it ain't nothing like having everybody in the house, you know, playing like we we pull out the old stuff in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna see how. Hopefully, it ain't too expensive, but I'm I'm still gonna uh, I I let everybody know whenever I whenever I buy it and learn it. You no, know, maybe I know you said you got the old two K. Maybe we start doing some stuff where we do online stuff and have some of the some of the nations that may have those games. You know, we might can work something out, do something like that. It'd be fun. You know what? We can do that, man. Um, we already got uh, the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast Twitch page, man. So I'm with it. If you guys want to uh, get together and play some games, uh, old school games, I would love to play some, some of the old school games, man. Um, maybe some old Tet Mobile. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go a, little, go a little bit out and play some old school WWE games, man. I would love that. Uh, I, I don't know too many people that play though, so that'll be good, and the fans can watch us play uh, on that channel. I would love that. We can set something up like that, LPZ. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, man. Uh, that'll give me an excuse because <laughs> usually I don't play my games, but you know, I'm like, hey, man, I got show love to the best destination, so you know, I can talk to my old lady about giving me about a good hour to play the game. That'd be good. <laughs> She ain't gonna bother me. She'll be out there. Oh, man. That's awesome. Well, look, beautiful people. We've enjoyed you. We can't hold you any longer. LP, tell the beautiful people what you got going on and where can they find you. As always, check me out on Instagram, uh, one click photography shoots, and you see all the upcoming photo shoots, fashion shows. All that good stuff. You can check it out right there. Oh, man. That's good, man. Um, my name is Brian Renegade. You can catch me on all platforms at Brian Renegade. Check me out. See what I got going on. LP, I wanted to talk to Mr. Everything about this. I just put a little, a little gym together, man. I ain't got any yet. I've been putting it together. Uh, but it's starting to look good in there. And I got me some boxing equipment. Nice boxing bag and a speed bag. So, you know, I'm trying to cut weight within the next two months or so. You know what I'm saying? You're looking like like Bobby Lashley out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get it in, Jack. Um, okay. 
Yeah, man. Cause you know, working from home, bro. You know, you kind of put, you try to kind of pack it on a little bit. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I'm getting a little older. I can't, I can't be doing that. Yeah, I know all about that. Yeah, man. You know, so I got to, I got to get my body moving because you know, like I said, when you work from home and you ain't been working out like you're supposed to, uh, and you wake up in the morning and turn the wrong way. And you get a Charlie horse in your side. <laughs> it's just, ah, ah. Yeah. You try to move around to shift it. <laughs> yeah. When we start getting old, you feel everything. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, thank you for that. But, yeah, you guys can check me out on all platforms at Brian Renegade. And if you want to support the show like I know you do and like you always do, you can go to our social medias. You can go to our Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can go to our Facebook group at the Best Damn Wrestling Nation. You can visit our Facebook page at the BD Wrestling Podcast, where we have all of our content. You can visit our Twitter at Best Damn Crew. You can visit us on Twitch, where we're going to start gaming at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And you can visit our TikTok at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to support the show, well, the only thing that you have to do is go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. Or as low as $5. Five phalanges. Uh, you can get all kind of goodies. You can get hats. You can get cups, mugs, all kind of stuff. All kind of goodies for your old pleasure. Man, I went, I went to uh, Arby's today to get me a little sandwich. I had $5. I was like, you know, I'm going to spend this $5 on something. I went to Arby's. Ain't nothing on the menu was $5. <laughs> what happened to the dollar menu? They got some sliders, little nasty sliders. I'm like, man, you should be able to get a fries, some drink, a sandwich, maybe a toy. You can't do that no, no more. But if you go to the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, you can get hats, mugs, shirts, shoulder shrugs, all kind of stuff, even hugs for $5. So join the Best Damn Nation, man. Support what your boys got going on. Uh, you can check us out. We got more interviews coming for you. We had a great interview with uh, Jake Logan last weekend, man. That got kind of spicy. Got kind of heated up. LP, you missed, you, missed, you missed something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is about Mr. Everything. He got beef with all the wrestlers that come on here. <laughs> he got a beef with everybody. I'm like, hey, man, just be civil. You know what I'm saying? But it's that, it's that, it's that, that challenger mentality, man. Mr. Mr. Everything, uh, he like a, he like a lion, man. It, this my domain. Rawr. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But check that out with the great uh, Jake Logan, man. It was a great interview. Uh, and we got some more stuff for you, man. Check out our stuff. We got interviews with EC3. We got interviews with Gangrel. We got interviews with Ricky Morton. We got interviews with the great Ron Simmons. Damn! We got more coming for you. More coming for you, man. Uh, so visit our social medias and uh, visit our Patreon to support the boys and to support the show. LPZ, you know we do this each and every week. Jeff just gave it to us a little bit earlier, man. Uh, do you have a word of motivation? 
a, a, a prophecy of sorts, uh, a, a word from within or a word from above that you can share with the beautiful people. Do you have a final word for the best damn nation? Um, I think I said, if you're not happy in any situation, then just leave. And keep it simple. Pick and choose. <laughs> so, so, some situations leaving might be worse than naturally staying there. But yeah, pick and choose. <laughs> pick and choose. But yeah, ultimately, if you are not happy, you owe it to yourself to have some sort of happiness, depending on how you describe happy. Know what it what know what is for you and what is not for you. You know what I'm saying? Trust your gut. Put yourself first and put God first in your life. Ain't that right, LPZ? Yep, def that's definitely right. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't happy, get your ass out of there. <laughs> that's what LPZ If you ain't happy, get your ass out of there. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good word from your boy, LP, the dawn. Um, I think my final word would be I'm going to have to go outside of myself. You know, I give nice quotes. I kind of freestyle a lot of the quotes that I have. They kind of come through me and I just feel like you guys need to hear it. Uh, but this one I picked up from the great Nelson Mandela. Uh, it says a winner is a dreamer who never gives up. A winner is a dreamer that ne who never gives up. LP, how many times have you uh, thought about an event or something that you wanted to have? You're a photographer, so you come up with stuff all the time, right? Mm -hmm. um, you vision it, and then you put it to practice, and then you start working on it, right? Talk about that process real quick. Uh, most of the time, if I have an idea, you know, first I, I I sketch it, I write it down, and then I start looking at everything it's going to take for me to make it happen. And then once I know that I can make it happen, I just start start chopping it down like that. There you go. So if you got an idea, if you got a dream, the first thing you did was sketch it out, write it down. Write down what you want to do so you can see the words. And then once you see the words, figure out how you can make it happen. I don't care what your situation is. I've done some great things when I was broke. <laughs> some of the best things I've ever done in my life was when I was broke. You know what I'm saying? So don't let that stop you. Because you can always find a way and find a resource. I remember one time I had a photo shoot. I had an hour to do it. I ain't had no idea what I was going to do. I ended up getting a plane and a, a Dalmatian uh, Great Dane for my shoot within an hour. A private mm. airplane. You can make anything happen if you put your damn mind to it. Mm. So a winner is a dreamer who never gives up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your dreams because we need our dreams to keep us alive. We need creativity and for us to be able to create things in order for us to produce something in this world. 
my whole goal is to leave this world better than what it was. I came into it, and I know that is an impossible task, but at least what I can do is touch the people in my life that care about me and I care about them and I can make them smile or I can make their day better or I can give them a piece of advice that will change their life if they accept it. But a winner is a dreamer who never gives up. So don't give up on your dream. LP, you echo this every week down there. <laughs> don't give up on your dream because your dream won't give up on you. That was a great word from your boy, Brian Renegade. LP, did you like that word, sir? Oh, yeah, that was a good one. I like it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I get my pastoral on every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Try to give a good word to the beautiful people, man. Give them, give them something to move on through the week. You know, it's a tough week. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody went to church. Don't worry about it. I went for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, yeah. Believe in yourself and believe in your abilities, best damnation. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. This podcast was an idea. I came to the fellas of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, like, y'all want to do a podcast? They was like, yeah. I was like, all right, let's figure out how to do it. And since the inception of the podcast, we now have over 1.7 million impressions online. We're on 15 different platforms. We have 10 different countries that listen to us faithfully. Shout out to Brussels. Hmm. You know, shout out to Australia. They love your boys down in Australia. Shout out to Mexico. They love your boys down in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? You know who you know who consumes the best damn wrestling podcast the most LP? Who's that? Aiden, North Carolina. Oh, okay. They love your boys down there, Aiden. Shout out to Aiden. You know what I'm saying? Uh Spain and Portugal. We got listeners all over the world, Jack. So we growing this thing. To keep on supporting your boys, because we need it's team of us. <laughs> That's my new thing for this year, LP. You got resources, use your resources. Team of us. Yep. <laughs> That's what it is. All right. Beautiful people. Thank you for joining us. LP, sir, you are a gentleman and a scholar. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday, like you always do, my friend. Um, Beautiful people. We will see you next week. All the best. Best. Damn. Wrestling podcast. Beautiful people, we bid you. Bye-bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>